0: Before we get started, first and foremost, I want to thank everyone for listening to the first couple of episodes of the Philosophy Sessions podcast. The feedback has been really positive, so I thank you for the love and support. All right, let's get on with the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of the Philosophy Sessions podcast with Phil Washington. I am your host, executive producer, head writer, and editor, Phil Washington. Whether you're listening to me in your car, at home, at work, or let's say you're outside shoveling snow, I appreciate you giving me a few minutes of your time. Well, this is a subject that when I announced the launch of this podcast, many of you wanted me to talk about. For those of you that don't know, I've been a golf professional since 2010. I've practically done it all in the business beside cut cups and put down fertilizer. Clean carts, yes. Starter, yes. Ranger, yes. Assistant in the pro shop, yes. Head golf professional, yes. Director of golf, yes. Ran food and beverage for a time, I did. Cooked in the kitchen, When the girls needed help? Yes. I learned very quickly once I entered into the hospitality industry, and much like any industry, you have to not only multitask, but help out your team in any way, shape, or form. You won't find this in any textbook, trust me. It's called humility. Looking out for the staff, looking out for your team. Because you'll never know when the time comes that if you need help, your team will have you back, but if you will allow me, I kind of want to travel back in the time. I want to go back to when I first got interest into the game of golf. How did I become a golf professional? How did I get to this point in life in my career? So I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is the philosophy sessions podcast with Phil Washington. Don't go anywhere. back ladies and gentlemen go ahead and grab your seats and get comfortable class is now in session it is time for session 103 part one how i got into golf so if you'll indulge me for a few minutes like i said let's travel back to the year let's say 1993 this is 30 years ago for some of you listening you weren't even born yet so Here's some interesting nuggets about 1993. The World Wide Web was released on public domain. William Jefferson Clinton, a.k.a. Bill Clinton, was the president of the United States. The same one. Ah, America, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Miss Lewinsky, that was our president. Gas average, get this a dollar 16 loaf of bread dollar 57 the average income in America was $31,230 the average price for a new house $113,000 popular films back in 93 Jurassic Park Mrs. Doubtfire The Fugitive Sleepless in Seattle Schindler's List and Philadelphia movie tickets back then were $4.14. Top musicians, you're looking at Janet Jackson, Snoop Doggy Dog, Garth Brooks, Rage Against the Machine, Phil Collins, Madonna, Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, R.E.M., and Atlas and Chains. Oh, Beanie Babies. Some of you remember them. Beanie Babies also made their debut. So, 1993 sometime in 93 i remember sitting on the living room floor watching tv where back then i think we only had less than 10 channels with the major stations like uh abc cbs mbc and fox and for some reason i remember on this day golf was on and i can't remember the first person i saw but i remember i'm thinking it was one of these three It was either Lee Jansen, Fred Couples, or Ben Crenshaw. I I remember watching these guys play, and I was just fascinated by them hitting this little white ball towards a flag with these big stick-looking things. At some point, I remember going outside to find the closest things that would resemble a golf club and golf ball. I found something. Little six-year-old me found my father's softball bat and softball took the bat, beat the ground to make a hole big enough for the softball, and then I started putting in the backyard without even knowing what I was doing. My dad would come out and try and teach me how to play baseball, but I kept going back to hitting this ball with the bat to a makeshift hole in the ground. Then my dad finally picked up on what I was doing and soon after I got a plastic golf set with an iron and a couple of foam golf balls. Man. I thought this was the best thing in the world. We were lucky, we are blessed, cause we had a good sized backyard. So I was hitting full shots all over the place. The next thing I know, he's pulling the cap off of a spray can and he's putting it into the ground. And now I was putting to a makeshift cup. And I think it was that Christmas that I got my first, I got my set. First set of metal clubs and a 24-pack of these bright-ass Volt Green Wilson or Top Flight golf balls. Once again, 6-7-year-old to me is the happiest boy in the world. Here I am, spending a lot of time in the patio, practicing putting and chipping in the backyard, obviously when there was no snow on the ground. There will be an open field right across the street from my grandmother's house on Park Avenue. In North Woodbury, shout out out to uh, Park Ave in Northwood. Every so often, my dad would take me up there when it was clear. And we would work on hitting these 30, 40, 50 yard shots. I could hit a shot as long as 80 yards if I wanted to before getting close to a neighbor's backyard. The field on Park Ave in North Woodbury holds a special place in my heart. So many great memories there. Baseball games, kickball games, football, foot races, and of course, the short game practice. I would say maybe a year later is when I got the chance to go to an actual driving range. And for those of you that live in the Philadelphia area, you may be familiar with a couple of these. You got the Camden County driving range uh, near Cooper River Park. That's near Route 130 in Pensalkin. Geno's driving range on the uh, Bridgeton Pike in Mantua Parkville Golf Center in Deptford um, but the absolute best my favorite was what was then called Summerton Springs Golf Center in Sewell big range two-story level turf mats grass tees short game area and putting green to me back then this was golf heaven I could spend hours out here. It was here that my dad and I would work on things with the swing. Uh, My golf swing was pretty much homemade. It turns out, I was actually really good at mimicking movement visually. So if you showed me how to do something, I could figure it out relatively quickly. Once I outgrown that first set of metal clubs, I received my first real junior set of Wilson clubs. The bag came with a driver, a couple of irons, a wedge, and a putter. Now, the first real round of golf came in a charity golf scramble at Freeway Golf Course in Sicklerville, New Jersey. Freeway, for those of you that don't know, Freeway was the first black-owned golf course in America and it holds such a special place in my heart. Whenever I'm asked where my home course was, I always say Freeway bill bishop bill bishop was the class a pga professional there and it always felt like home being there anyway like i said my first real experience on a golf course was here with my uncles we played in the scramble so <laughs> imagine me wearing nike sneakers black nike shorts And a white Nike I Am Tiger Woods t-shirt. This, Kid you not. This is first time on a golf course. This is what I wore. What a time this was. (laughs) So much laughing. But also this was the first time I really showed the family what I was made of. I made some putts. Hit some clutch shots when my name was called upon. Then obviously there was more laughing. (sighs) This and... This round we got on tape. I have it around here somewhere. I've posted it somewhere. I got to go back and look at it because just just watching myself back then little, I think I was what, 8, 9, maybe 9, maybe 9 years old, just out there swinging the club. It's it was a sight to see. Just just the banter back and forth between my family was just absolutely it was comedy. It was so, so good. What an experience this was. Man. When I got closer to 10, I think this was when my parents found out about a junior camp that was going on at uh, our county-owned golf club, which was Pittman. And the head pro there back then was John Burrell. Imagine a tall guy, fantastic smile, always wearing a straw hat and having a positive attitude. There was one day we went to the range to work on the golf swing, and I remember hitting the ball a few times, and he stopped. He stopped to watch me, and he took kind of my swing and ball striking. At the end of the day, we had a putting contest, and I think it was lag putting. It was about 40 feet. A few of the kids that went before me, uh, they went ahead, and I think the closest anyone got was 10 feet. And I think I put mine to about three feet. He gave me a high five and his patented smile. After camp was done for the day, Mr. Burrell will go to my parents and tell them that I should enter the county's junior championship. Shoot, I think he ended up entering. He himself entered me into the tournament. I got my tee time and without knowing much about the rules, I knew a little bit when I played at freeway. But, no, but going into, like, singles competition, you know what to do, but then you kind of don't. So just going out there, it was just, say, hey, just go out there, play, just see how you do. I showed up the next day and played. It was a nine-hole event for my age division. I ended up shooting 48, so think about that. I played nine holes, first real-time, you know, everything's all me, everything counts. And I shot 48 for nine holes. I turned to my scorecard and then we left. My, my mom took me to camp the next day. Before camp even started, I saw Mr. Burrell come out of the pro shop with a plaque and the biggest smile. He said, Philip, congratulations, my man. You won. I'm like what? But I do, I won. I was literally On cloud nine. I don't even remember what we did in camp that day. I just remember Mr. Burrell. Telling my mom. After that. He wanted to be my coach. If we were interested. So we exchanged contact information. And then before going home. We stopped by our grandmother's house on Park Avenue. And I showed her my plaque. And I will never forget her reaction. Her eyes lighting up looking at the plaque and saying, would you look at that? Oh, congratulations, Philip. I'm so proud of you. From that day on, I was hooked, and I wanted to learn more. With that, let's go ahead. Let's take a break. The story continues when we come back. This is the Philosophy Sessions podcast with Phil Washington. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, do you love good music? You love listening to good vocals? Are you a fan of NBC's The Voice? Then do me a favor, join hosts Stephanie and James as they break down each contestant's voice and overall performance from each week's episode. They keep it 100 and voice their opinions with love, kindness, and respect. You can follow The Pitchy Podcast on Instagram at The Pitchy Podcast, spelled T H E. P I T C H Y P O D C A S T. You can also subscribe to their podcast on YouTube and on your favorite podcast platform. All right, welcome back. Welcome back to the Philosophy Sessions podcast with Phil Washington. All right, so we're in the middle of Session 103, Part 1. So where we left off, I just won the County Junior Championship. First competition, first try, first win. My parents and I agreed to a series of lessons with Mr. Burrell, and I think in total we worked together for about three years. He was very kind. He went over everything with me, fundamentals, etiquette on the golf course, and pretty much Remember that homegrown swing I had? He pretty much now just fine-tuned it. He he did not that, the best thing The best thing about him was that he did not reconstruct my golf swing. He pretty much fine-tuned it. That's the one thing I love about him. Here's a story about my first birdie. So my first birdie came on a lesson where we played a few holes in the golf course. I think we played holes seven, eight, and nine out at Pittman. On hole number nine, it's a par four. It goes uphill. It's a dog leg to the left with water right in front of the green. I remember hitting driver really good. It ran ran through the fairway just into the first cut of rough on the right. He, he told me, he said, Phil, go ahead and hit a seven iron. And I did. I caught it clean. Ball flew over the water to the middle of the green. We got to the green, and we agreed on a spot maybe about a foot right of the hole to start the ball i hit the putt from the moment i hit it i had that feeling that it was going in the ball slowly went downhill and started turning left all of a sudden the ball finds the back of the cup and both of us went off i remember doing a fist pump that almost looked like tigers mr burrell clapping and cheering high fives everywhere never forget it not too long after that lesson uh, he started bouncing around different clubs but he continued to take me wherever he was for that for that i am truly grateful i remember i think after he left pitman he went to woodbury country club then after that he went to I think it was Cross Keys, Cross Keys uh, Driving Center. Uh, There was one more spot. Cherry Hill, uh, the pitch and putt in Cherry Hill near uh, up in Voorhees. He was up there too. So he, I'm so grateful to Mr. Burrell. If it wasn't for him, damn it, I, I, I honest to God don't know where I would be right now. I don't know if I would still be playing. I probably would still be playing, but not to where I am now. So, to Mr. Burrell, I know he's no longer with us, but to, I'm greatly indebted to him and his family. Just for him being a part of my life. So, truly, truly grateful. Absolute blessing. Once I felt truly ready for competition, I started playing in area tournaments and scrambles. I would play on the Philadelphia PGA Junior Tour and Ron Jaworski's Junior Golf Challenge. Uh, In terms of golf sets, I went from the Wilson set that I had to, if you guys remember, the Taylor May Burner. So Taylor May came out with the, the bubble shaft around like 2001, 2002. I ended up getting that set. With the LCG irons. uh, With the bubble shaft. And the uh, the tailor-made nubbins putter. I love that putter. I still love it to this day. When I started playing in high school. I got the Nike set with the titanium forged steel 300 driver. Three wood and the forged blades. Now, I didn't know this back then. But, uh... If you're gonna hit blades you had to be spot on your good shots would be good but damn those sh- those bad shots it would be horrible in my high school matches i would either shoot 36 37 38 the occasional 34 35 or in those bad days whoo, i'm shooting 43 44 45 speaking of high school Shout-out to my high school, Deptford Township High School, home of the Deptford Spartans. Hail, Spartans, hail. We had a decent team, and we put some pressure on the other schools um, in the conference. Like, uh, who was it? We had Kingsway, so Kingsway Regional, uh, Cumberland Regional, Woodstown, and, of course, the darlings of the Tri-County Conference, Del C regional high school those damn crusaders we had some good matches between all of those teams i won medalist a few times um in my junior year we put up some impressive wins i think we beat kingsway we almost beat i think we beat cumberland and we we got woodstown but we just couldn't get Delcy. that team they always had their number one or number two always shot somewhere between 33 and 34 and you know you would think we'd be close but then the ones would come in they would say what you shoot oh we shot 34 damn we lost by two uh so high school was so much fun oh my goodness um like i said i won medalist a few times junior year like i said we had some impressive wins um but the main thing is we i got some attention we we got some attention from not only f- from within our conference but within our high school because let's be honest no one really cared about the golf team a lot of people didn't even know we had one no maybe a few people in the hallways <laughs> i went from being that decent kid to hang out with and maybe copy homework from to uh Hanging out, hanging out at the locker and be like, oh, damn, what's up, Tiger Woods? How was the match against Kingsway? How would you finish in the county championship? I represented the school playing in the regional championship uh, my senior year. Uh, it was a good front nine, but not so good back nine. I missed uh, qualifying for states by only a few shots. Still a great experience, and I appreciate everything that Coach Casella and the school did for me. My first real taste of the country club life was when I was invited by my dentist, Dr. Day, to play with him and his son at Pine Hill Golf Club. Pine Hill today is now known as Trump National Philadelphia. Uh, Back then I knew of it, but didn't really know much about it. All I know is that when I arrived at the club, it was unlike anything I have ever seen. The driveway was long and winding, going up the hill to this big, beautiful structure. The car was valeted, clubs taken out and put on carts, and we were led to the pro shop to check in. Everything in that building was shiny, clean, and expensive as hell. I was legit nervous. I didn't know how to act, I've never been in a position like this before. Oh my God, just crazy. We then went to the driving range to hit balls. Once again, I've never seen a driving range like this. This driving range was so pure. So pure. We were hitting Titleist golf balls on the range instead of these old beat up Wilson and top flights. Then starter came and got us. It was time to play. I remember walking up to the first scene. I literally thought, this is heaven. This is golf heaven. It was absolutely beautiful. Fairway, the rough, the flowers, the sand, the trees, the elevation change, the signage, the yardage markers, everything was just so immaculate. And I fed off of the energy of the golf course that it was giving me. And I played quite possibly the best round of my young career. There's a hole on the front nine. I want to say it's either hole number four or number five. Where the tee shot sits at the highest point in southern New Jersey. And you can oversee the Philadelphia skyline in the distance. It's spectacular. I ended up shooting... 75 from almost 7,000 yards and beating my Dennis's son, who supposedly was really good. I heard he was scratch, and I think, I don't, did he, did he break 80? He might have shot maybe 78, maybe, but I was, that day, I was on fire. It was, it was fantastic day. After the round, we had brunch with his family silverware was crystal clean food was good needed some more seasoning spark the silverware was crystal clean sparkling underneath the chandelier lights meanwhile let's be honest curious white people glancing over at me who is this young fellow what's he doing here oh well he's with the days so he must be good people Like I said, I'm speculating. They could could have said, they could have been thinking something totally different. Anywho, after high school, this was the time I was trying to figure out what I was going to do and where I was going to go. I didn't really have anything lined up until I got in contact with Salem Community College. They were the only ones that offered me any kind of scholarship. Damn it, it was small. But it was something. I played with one other guy. His name is Curtis. So shout out Curtis. If you, if you ever listen to this, we played on the team together. Yeah, it was just the two of us and our coach, Coach Wolf. Our home course was Town and Country Golf Links in Woodstown. Good course. Out in the country, offered a good challenge. Now, College golf wasn't too much different except for slightly better competition and 18-hole matches instead of nine. I played decent my first year. Uh, In our second year, our team grew to about five of us. I played better. Uh, And since our team grew to about five players, we we could actually start competing in team competition instead of um, singles competition. Now, our crew was not the best. But we had a lot of fun, especially traveling. But uh, there's more to this story. But I'm going to decide to end it right here for now. In the next part, I'm going to make the transition from college. So finishing at Salem Community College to what the deciding factor was and to the move to Florida, and then everything that happened down here in the Sunshine State. So once again, I want to thank you. Thank you all for listening to this session. Be sure to follow the Philosophy Sessions podcast on Anchor.fm and on Spotify. More outlets are coming soon. I will let you know when they're announced and official. I always love to hear your feedback. Any and all feedback is surely surely welcome you guys know how this works by now I can't leave without providing some positive vibes so unfortunately I don't know who wrote this but I found this it's a list it's a list of the seven rules of life number one let it go never ruin a good day by thinking about a bad yesterday number two ignore them don't listen to other people Live a life that's empowering to you. Number three, give it time. Time heals everything. Number four, don't compare. The only person you should, you should com- try to beat is the person you were yesterday. Let me say that again because I think some of you need to hear this twice. Don't compare. The only person you should try to beat is the person you were yesterday number five stay calm it's okay not to have everything figured out just know that in time you'll get there number six it's on you only you are in charge of your happiness and number seven smile go ahead take take three seconds and just smile see don't you feel better Y'all, life is short. Enjoy it while you have it. And always remember, I always say this at the end of my podcast, always remember, in case you haven't been told this lately, you are loved. You have value. You are worth it. My name is Phil Washington. This has been the Philosophy Sessions Podcast. And until we meet again, God bless you and your families. Class dismissed. The views and opinions expressed by the Philosophy Sessions podcast with Phil Washington are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the Philosophy Sessions podcast. Any content provided by our authors or content creators are of their opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Thank you.